I love my baby. I just need some sleep. I need a vacation. What am I doing wrong? I'm so tired. Am I doing this right? I just need 10 minutes of peace. I'm doing this for my child. This is New Age Mamas. Hey, y'all, it's Diamond. Hey, it's Shay. Yo, it's Jasmine, and welcome to New Age Mamas. Yes, thank you. Welcome back. Please take a time to subscribe below and rate our channel. That is really going to help our podcast. How's everybody doing? Good. Doing How are good? you? I'm doing good. You know, the day's going by fast. The weeks are going by faster. Yeah, Summer right, is almost over. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> gotta start bad winter coat but the weather's been beautiful so i've been loving it well are you guys oh i was just gonna say are you guys staying safe because covid is running rampant again i have not been out the house really okay good mm, I, yeah i know i go shopping every day so i can't say the same <laughs> but are you I'm masking gonna, up nah but i'm gonna work on it i'm gonna start put, i just brought some old masks though so that's gonna help you're right. You're right. But you all, we have another special guest joining us. This is about to be an awesome interview. I'm super duper excited. So let me go ahead and introduce her. Today, we welcome Nashawn Davidson to New Age Mamas. Nashawn is a Chicago native who splits her time between being a CEO and founder of Aileen's Air, a thriving business that allows her to grow in her passion as a seamstress and fashion designer, making clothes for women to help them feel beautiful and empowered. As an advocate for women and not just her business, but an associate director, uh, excuse me, an associate director of case management at the YWCA Chicago. In this role, Nashawn oversees specialized services to survivors of sexual assault and other violent, violent crimes. Nashawn is a mother of three and has been married for over 14 years. Welcome, Nashawn. Hello. Welcome. Hello. How thank are you. you thank you for coming. Oh, no problem. Thank you guys for having me. Um, I've, I've been super excited all day. Um, just couldn't wait to get on and, and have some time with you ladies. Thank you. Yay. Have you ever done a like podcast before? I have never done a podcast um ironically my husband does a podcast but he has snoozed on me and has not invited me to his platform <laughs> but no it's okay we got platform. you <laughs> and so the first question is how do you manage to balance family friends work life and entrepreneurship um i know a lot of times people say family first right um, but I think it's definitely self first. Um, I, I try to find, um, my easier task, um, things that are kind of repetitive that I can kind of do without thinking. And I kind of put those things at the forefront of my day. I, I think for each of us, we feel uh, more and more confident as we can check things off our list as done, as opposed to just looking at the overwhelming task of the day. Um, 
in terms of like uh, friends, like my my sisters that I attend church with, um, we dance together. It's vital that I have time with them. Last night we had impromptu ice cream, um, you know, just to have some fellowship time, some sister time, um, you know, just time to talk, but also knowing that I am running a business, right? Giving myself tasks for the week. I need to make sure that ABC is done, um, but always making sure that my kids are taken care of, making sure that my husband is taken care of. Um, so it's, it's, it's a balancing act, but definitely checking off the things that are, are more routine, um, you know, to give myself a sense of accomplishment. So I hear like a lot of you sound, or you talking about like taking care of yourself and you mentioned some things, but what in, in full does self-care look like for you? Self-care for me, um, and I don't want to be hypocritical and make it seem like this has always been my thing, but over the last couple of years, one of my good friends told me, prioritize 10% of your day for yourself. And so self-care for me means a one hour long bath every day. Epsom salt, I love Brian McKnight, so I'm always listening to Brian McKnight. I'll pop my headphones, (laughs) candles in the bathroom, complete silence. You cannot ask me anything in that hour. You cannot get anything from me in that hour. I'll scroll TikTok and laugh, just things to really clear my mind. Um, But that hour bath is is essential. Um, And then I also work out every morning. Um, I'm on the blue mat by 6.20. Some mornings, 520, um, I do a 40 minute hit workout and just kind of get my body moving. I'm almost 40. So I need to make sure that I, I stay in shape um, and, and healthy. So those are my, my best two, two uh, avenues for self-care. That is amazing. I feel like you just set the tone of the discipline and the consistency that you have of at least taking the small time to yourself and really making sure that you show up for yourself and making yourself as a priority. Absolutely. If I, if I could just say one thing in in terms of that, um, being a mom, I became a mom at 20. I was almost 21 and embedded in my mind and in my routine. And based on what I saw, it was take care of the kids, take care of the kids and, you know, make sure your husband is first and all of these great things but it was such a place of unhappiness because everybody else's needs were being met except mine, right? I was always the first person awake in the house. And then I was always the last person to go to bed and I was completely exhausted. And so I learned um, taking one hour for myself, it doesn't stop the show. It just makes other people in the household pick up the slack. If you don't do it, you delegate it and it still gets done. And so that kind of was my mindset going into just carving out time for me. Wow. So how long have you been doing this routine or at least getting into your routines to make sure that you're you're putting yourself first? I'll say consistently the last six or seven years. Um, that's a just long time. Making, You've been doing really good. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I it felt good, and what feels good to you, you continuously pursue it. Um, with the workouts, I've been doing that every morning, um, at least five days a week, uh, for like the last three years, even during the pandemic. 
uh, if it meant virtual, getting up, working out here. And then once things started to open up, you know, going to the to the camp to work out. Um, but it, it definitely changed my mindset about who, who I was, because once the kids get older and, and they go out and venture off, then what do you have left? Right. You, you want to find out who you are and what you like so that you don't have to rediscover who you are once your kids leave the nest. Wow. So do you ever, with that being said, and you still making yourself a priority and, you know, all the, the headsets you juggle, do you still get overwhelmed at times? And if you do, how do you manage those overwhelming um, times? Absolutely. Um, I think being overwhelmed is a natural reality when you realize the weight of being a mom and being a wife and then also the weight of being a business owner and, and not even my, my corporate job. Um, but being overwhelmed is a sign that I have work to do, that I have purpose. If I'm not overwhelmed, if I don't feel pressure, then I'm not living up to my full potential because potential will cause pressure. Potential will cause things to bust at the seams when you really start walking in your purpose. So being overwhelmed, to me, doesn't cause alarm. It just means that I need to prioritize. So for example, um, I had three weddings that I was working on at one time, plus I was finishing up some stuff for some birthday parties and different things. I literally had to write down what comes first. Like who, whose deadline do I need to meet first? And that's kind of how I look at just, just about everything. What's pressing me? What's making the loudest noise? What do I have to silence so that I can focus on these other things? And then that keeps me from being overwhelmed to the point where I say, I can't do this. I have to walk away. We, so we heard you like mentioning about the, the wedding dresses and you had three dresses at once. Could you tell us a little bit about your business? Sure, sure. So Allen's Air is something that I stumbled upon um, about six years ago. I wanted to make pillows for my couches because I was tired of paying Target $24 for a pillow. I like decorative <laughs> pillows. And so I said, I am almost certain that I can make a square. So I purchased a little machine from Walmart, about $60, purchased some fabric, got on YouTube, looked at some tutorials and made pillows for everybody in the house, for every bed, and we were pillowed out. And so it's like, okay, what do I do from here? So I just started Googling how to make skirts and different things like that. And so after that, you know, Aling's Air just kind of, it, it just kind of appeared to be honest. Um, I make clothes for women and men, but I love making clothes for women. Um, we are all different shapes and sizes. Some of us feel like our boobs are too small. Some of us feel like our hips are too big and this doesn't fit me well and that doesn't fit me well. And so I found that um, in my ability to care for people, um, you know, making clothes, just it, it came natural. Um, one of the things that I do with my business, um, I love to give back. I love to give back to young ladies. Um, and so I do a prom dress giveaway every year. Um, I find different ways of finding who I want to gift dresses to. Um, dresses are completely free to them. Um, design it however they want to design it. I purchase all of the materials myself um, and I create the dress for them. 
Um, generally, I do a fashion show every year and I donate the proceeds to a cause, whether it's a domestic violence organizations, um, children with uh, developmental delays. <clears throat> um, I didn't do one this past year, of course, because of COVID, but I have full anticipation on jumping back into that next year. So, yep, um, just designing clothes, altering clothes, making gowns, making bedding, um, you know, anything to make women, you know, look and feel their best. That's that amazing. is so nice. Yeah. Right? If we and can next, next year, like when you plan it, if we can participate and help in any way, yes. whether it's passing out water bottles, whatever you need us to do, we'll definitely be glad to help. Also, like um, the prom dress stuff is amazing because prom time is very stressful for a lot of parents, the the girls, prom dress. Yeah, a prom season is stressful. And it's very all expensive because it's yes, prom, very graduation, expensive. going away. So that is really nice of you. Do you have a team uh, for your business yet, or is it all just you? I don't. It's just me. And um, that's the hard part to convey to uh, to people sometimes because uh, they'll give me a last minute request. It's Tuesday, and they'll say, Hey, you think you can give me a dress by Sunday? And I'm like, no, I, I work a nine to five and I, I need time. Um, but it's just me for now. I, I just haven't been led by God to whom, um, whom to choose, you know, to, and I know that I need to sow into someone. I need to be able to pour what I know into someone else. Um, that opportunity just hasn't presented itself yet. Or if it has, I have not put my eye on it yet. Um, but for now, it is just me. This is crazy. This is like Shay's opportunity. So Nashawn on the call, um, one of our persons here is Shay. She just brought a sewing machine. So like, really? <laughs> I did. Um, like, I, well, I got it for my birthday, actually. I've been really wanting one for a long time. And I same thing. I went on YouTube. I watched a whole bunch of videos and I just kind of went for it. And I love it, honestly. You will love it. Follow Mimi G. Um, I followed her for a very, very long time. I went to one of her sewing conferences in LA. I got to meet her. Um, her uh, tutorials are amazing. She has a Sew It Academy, which is an online sewing school. Um, so I definitely don't mind emailing you that information. Um, and of course, use me as a resource as, as much as you need to. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that so much because I definitely be needing some help. <laughs> She's the yeah. creative out of the group. She <laughs> makes all our, all our flyers, all the posters. So we rating on our t-shirts, but we don't yeah. I, made, I made some t-shirts for Jasmine. Huh? Yes, yes, she did. Yeah. Well, Why you know about it? Days. No, not for New Age Mamas. <laughs> no, we gonna, <laughs> gonna talk about something this. Else. We gonna talk about this. <laughs> but um so you like you mentioned you work full-time and like that's your business but like how do you manage because as associate director and the cases that you're working on those are pretty heavy how do you manage that um they actually provide um it's almost like a seesaw so if you can just envision when one entity is in the air, the other one is weighing the, the seesaw down and they kind of alternate. And so when the demands of my job, um, because I deal with clients who've been sexually assaulted, 
Um, when that weight gets too heavy, sewing is my outlet. Sewing allows me to create something so beautiful and so organic, um, that, that hasn't been tainted or damaged in any way. Um, and so it gives me the ability to create with my hands. Um, and it, it really takes a lot of pressure off, um, and is very therapeutic. And then there are times when I am overwhelmed with the superficial nature of making clothes. Um, I want my butt to look big. I want my shoulders to look like this. Can you hide my back fat? When I'm tired of that superficialness, then I go to the meat of what's going on in our society. And then I can really put my hands and my ideas and my resources to somebody who really needs their life changed, not just their physical image changed. So that I can see soft with one another. I love that. Because sometimes we do, especially as women, we get so caught up on our physical appearance. And sometimes it's so much more than that. However, I do feel like as a woman, having your physical appearance on point, it makes a difference. Like I, And I know you guys can attest to this. When your mm-hmm. hair is done, oh my God, I'm ready for the world. I was yes. Confidence is shot up. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like a different person. You know, a a nice pair of shoes with with some nice fitted pants and an off the shoulder top just makes you feel like the most sexiest thing that that just came out. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. So I do feel like appearance is uh, important for women. Um, You know, we're beautiful and we're confident and um, but it it can be overwhelming at times. And like you said, it's important to have that balance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Balance is is key. It's key to everything. And when did you start your business? I know a lot of women and men, they also, they feel so like sometimes it's too late for things or uh, there's so many people that out here that are doing the same things. Like what gave you the confidence to start and really push through and so you can thrive? Because it seems like you're really thriving. Like this is amazing. Well, thank you. It it really took off in ways that I I you couldn't have told me that that was going to be the reality of of you know learning to sew. Um, but I started in um, 2016, um, and it's funny that you mentioned you know that there are so many people that are, are doing it. Um, you realize how small the sewing community is once you become active and involved. Um, but there's two other amazing women at my church that sew as well. And so, you know, just finding your, your clientele, finding your niche, um, know that just because you make clothes doesn't mean that you, you are for everybody, right? Um, that, that your signature looks a certain way and that signature comes across in your clothes, how you dress and, and, and everything, you know, surrounding you. And so, um, just remaining humble at just how much my business has grown in this short period of time uh, while also staying hungry to know that there are like bigger fish to fry. Like there's, there's so many clients out there that are just waiting um, to, you know, wear something that I've created. So what is like your most memorable moment with that? Like with your business, like, do you have a favorite client you had before? Um, well, I want to, I have a moment for you, but I want you to share. <laughs> now I, you got a moment for her now. <laughs> right. 
I actually have a moment and a half. So bear with me. Um, I was getting ready to go to Europe for 10 days with some of my good girlfriends. And on my way there, um, I got a request that there's a singer um, that needs some, some concert dresses made. And I came highly recommended. Cool. I'm excited. However, I'm getting ready to leave the country. I'm going to Europe. I'll tend to it when I come back, but you can pass my information along to her. And so once I landed in Rome, um, the young lady reached out to me on WhatsApp. Um, we exchanged information and I told her, I said, I am in Europe, um, but I will be, you know, coming back home. And so long story short, we ended up being in the same city, which is Nice. Um, if I don't know if you guys know just how small that place is, but it's it's at the boot of Italy. And she's originally from Chicago, but lived in Italy for years. Um, she's a singer entertainer over there. She was in the Lion King um, Broadway over there. I'm um, just an amazing young lady. And so find out we're in the same city at the same time, which was nothing but God, which was just really ordained and divine. And so she says, I'm at the opera house. And I said, well, we're like four blocks from the opera house. And she's like, no way. So we FaceTimed until we met up in the center of the city. And if you can just imagine five black girls from Chicago screaming to the top of their lungs in the middle of the street in Italy. Um, That's because, cute. <laughs> like how ironic is it that, you know, we we end up in, in this very small place. And so she took us in the opera house, which is one of the first opera houses um, in Italy. And I measured her in, in the opera house. Um, and then she came to Chicago, I think maybe like a week before Thanksgiving. So I made six dresses for her in six days because she needed to take them back home with her because she was getting ready to do a residency on a, on a cruise ship. And so... That's my, that's my moment. And my half is my sister asking me to make her wedding dress. And I did, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. Um, you know, and so that's something that I'll never forget. Wow. That's amazing. It is amazing. It sounds like you make a, like, you have a lot of time. Or I, I'm sure that's probably not true. Or you like, don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like when these dresses and time, like these days because, <laughs> Right. Like you're a mother and um, like you have three kids. Like I, I'm not sure what uh, age your kids are, but like, how do you balance that? Like, do are they very supportive of you? Do they help out? Like, how is that? They are. Um and it might seem like I have a lot of time. I'm in the bed by 9.30 every night, y'all. I am, I, I cannot, I need my sleep. Um, <laughs> and because I get up at 5.30 every morning, I need my sleep. Um, I really try to prioritize certain days. I know that Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, I, I need to crunch out my evenings, right? I don't take on more clients than I have time for. Um, Saturday mornings are really, really good soul days for me. My kids are older. Um, they are 19, 15, and 11. They are all four years apart, all born in the month of July, which is crazy. Wow. Um, so they can handle some weight. But the trick to that is 
my kids all play sports. My son is six, five and a half. Um, and so he's in his second year of college now. And so when, when he was playing ball, I made, made it priority to be at his games because I needed to record and put film together. But I was also transparent with him. I would say, hey, son, you have three games this week. I'm going to make two or I'm only going to make one because I have this number of dresses that I need to make. And they understood. Right. So mm-hmm. I was there to support, but I would always let them know ahead of time if I could make it. And the same with my daughter. She's a sophomore in high school. She's playing basketball. She's running track. So letting them know what my expectations are from them, letting them know how I'm going to be present. Um, and even when the game is over, letting them come upstairs and tell me about the game, play by play, overly excited as if I was there, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, just so that they know that what they're doing is important to me and that nothing in my world is more important than them. However, I do need this piece of time to be able to cultivate myself to be the best mom for you. Wow, that just gave me chills because you're making it, you're showing that it's possible to still be present, active be very open and communicative about what's going on and still supporting and still taking time. So I'm, let me hear about your day. Even if it's 15 minutes, I want to hear what happened. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Setting different standards, setting different boundaries and communicating. That's definitely something that of course that we can learn for with that. We love to hear parents do. Um, Cause I know like, I didn't necessarily grow up having that per se, but at the same time, I definitely want to give that to my child. I agree. Especially since we have younger children, do Mm -hmm. you, do you see a big difference? Well, of course, like with the age, but now that they're being teenagers, do you feel that are they wanting more of your attention or do you, than they were when they were younger? Or do you feel like it's the same and just the relationship and the bonds you have is just blossoming itself? I think they want less of it. However, I feel more of a need. So mind you, my daughter is 15. She's a sophomore in high school now. My my time with her is, is very valuable. So it's more interactive as opposed to when she was when she was smaller. Um her time was occupied with her toys and play. So I had to be the overseer. But now at this age, I'm almost like a GPS for her, right? I'm letting her drive the car, but I'm telling her directions and turns and different things like that. And so the time is more meaningful um, with my my son who's in college. Um, I feel like he is, I want to find the right word. I feel like he is um, extending himself to a different version of, of mothering, right? Because he's at the place in his life in which I had him. So I was in my sophomore year of college when I found out that I was pregnant with him. And so um, he is living, he's picking up his life where my life essentially 
had to stop in order to become a parent. And so I feel like he's trying to get as much wisdom and, and time with me because he kind of needs to know the kind of student he needs to be, the type of athlete that he needs to be. Um, so they want less, but I feel the need to be there more, if that makes sense. No, it definitely makes sense, especially in the teenage years it's like mm, like let's let's hold on let's see what's going on because <laughs> this is really the molding time especially you said your son is in college the oldest one is in college correct correct so yeah so that is a new experience and then he's is he did he go away especially navigating COVID and everything or did he stay here he did he went away for the first year um he's decided to stay home for the second year um which I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, he's working, going to school and playing basketball. So he's super busy. He has a girlfriend he's dating. Um, so yeah, he's- I, I, He's taking after his mom. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> like juggling multiple hats, thriving at it. So that's really good. So so I see your son uh, takes after you. Has your other children like has starting your own business while working a corporate job inspired the rest of your children to like really follow and hone in on their passions and being creative and how in their own way? So my daughter is the rebel. That that is that is the rebel. Um, she wants to have her own. Um, she wants to have her own business. We've talked about it. Um, something that I think that she needs to launch. You know, within the next year, prior to her 16th birthday. Um, but my daughter feels like she can do it all. The word no does not exist with her, um, which is a little different from what my mindset was. Um, she wants to bulldoze. My youngest, he's 11, so he's still in the world of Oculus and Roblox and, you know, different things like that. He hasn't necessarily shown that entrepreneurial um, edge yet. However, he is one of my biggest helpers, so he can actually get on the sewing machine. Um, He's not afraid of it. He can handle it. but I don't necessarily think he's going to uh, help carry the family business, so to speak. So when do like you, this probably a little too personal. So when do you and your husband like have time together? It's mandatory. It's mandatory. Uh, we, we go out to dinner a lot. Um, just a lot of personal time. So one thing that we did learn as parents and my friends used to laugh at me all the time. My kids were in the bed by 8:30. Period. Weekends 9:30. Even up until my oldest turned 17, 8:30 everything shuts down, right? Because I need to have uninterrupted time with you. Um, I also need to hear about his day, right? Um, one thing that we've recently incorporated is that we work out together. So we go to workout classes in the morning together. So we have that, that extra time, right? We have that time where we're pushing each other. Um, but we've, we've been married 14 years, but we've been together 21 years since we were 18 and 19. And so just to, um, take the time to a give each other space to evolve, because who he was at 19 is not the man that he is at 40, almost 41. 
who he was as a single person when I met him is not the same person that he is as a father of three, right? So giving him that time and that space to evolve while also knowing that I have to be his help meet. I have to help him meet God's expectations for this family. And that isn't going to happen by me having my hand in so many different pots that he comes last. Um, I know you guys hear about all of the other things that take place, but he is high priority on, on that list. You are so inspiring. <laughs> you are showing that everybody can do it. You just have to make basically uh they what is this is a type of planning and it sounds like that you kind of do it um I guess it's time blocks Uh it seems like you do a lot you may not intentionally do it I'm not sure but it seems like you do a lot of time blocks like hey like no I already know this is the time that I'm working this is the time I'm at the gym this time I'm showering bath like it seems like time blocks really is what's keeping you in order yeah that's perfect perfect way to describe it Yep, that's it. I will be, I will be, I'm taking notes and I will be um, <laughs> implementing this in my life because, because I, sometimes I feel like, you know, okay, I'm getting the rhythm of things, of everything that's going on. But then it's like, sometimes I feel like, whoo, I'm tired of being on the schedule. I just want to relax right now. <laughs> yeah. But, but can I tell you this? Sometimes it's okay to let it all go, baby. It's okay to let it crash. <laughs> okay. It's, I it's, think everybody it's okay. needs to hear that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because the reality is you need to know that even if it does all go to crumbles, that we are not the author of our own lives. Right. God knows ahead of time, like what what's going to happen. Um, And so sometimes you just have to trust the process. You got to step out. You got to do some things. You got to take your hand off some things, too. You know, and then if, if it does, you know, go to crap then you rebuild it. It's life. See, I need to hear that because sometimes everything is just so detrimental to me. Like, it just seems like, you know, I've, I've, and I've mentioned it, but I've had like a lot of struggles just in my life recently, just building back. And sometimes for me, everything does just feel fatal. Like it, it, I, there's no up from here like everything is just going wrong but I and I have adopted that mindset more recently of like if things go wrong it just go wrong but you can handle it you can pull yourself out of it you can you know move forward you can grow you know things happen for a reason and I always learn so many lessons from even those moments where I feel down or I feel like hopeless or like nothing's going right So what advice could you give um, to just like, you know, mothers, parents in general, um, having teen parents and, you know, juggling these nine or your nine to five and your own business and your, your friendships and your marriage? Like what advice could you give to mothers or parents in general on just like how to stay positive, how to um, you know, go after your dreams or anything like that? What, what would you, if you had to give any advice, what would it be? Um, I would say there's no way that you can give a hundred percent to everything all the time. Um, just know that you are only giving what you have. And as long as you're giving it your best shot, 
that's all that you can do. Um, in terms of being a parent, be open to apologizing, right? Because when you have multiple children, even if you have one, you are living up to somebody else's expectations of you and you don't even fully know all of their expectations. And so sometimes as a mom, you're going to drop the ball. It's okay, right? Apologize, move forward. As a wife, as a spouse, communicate. I know at the beginning of the week that I have a, a hectic week and I'll say, babe, this week is really tight for me. Can you get the kids on this day? Do you mind cooking dinner for me on this day? As opposed to waiting until that day and feeling like, oh my God, I have to do all of this. I don't have help, right? Communication is the key. Um, in terms of being a mom of teenagers, learn how to let some things go. Um, when they're younger, you wanna hover, you, you're always there. Um, even if they're on the playground, you don't go and have a seat, you stand there, right? And, and you monitor closely. But the older that they get, you have to be comfortable letting them venture out. You gotta be comfortable letting them make their own mistakes and you know, just know that you've, you've been allowed enough influence in their life um, to kind of help them get back on track. So um, yeah, that's, that's just my, my tidbit. Okay, great. This was a great episode, you guys. Yes, yeah. it was. You are so inspiring. Look, I'm like, okay, let me get my planner out so I can start time blocking. <laughs> <laughs> I am about to sit this weekend down and reorganize because I'm like, I know it's possible. I just got to do it. <laughs> so thank you. No problem. I, there is one other thing that I did want to mention to you ladies. Um, and sooner rather than later, and, and I think Diamond and I may have touched on this conversation, um, but vacations are important. I do at least two girls trips every year, international, right? I step out of my role as mom, my role as director, my role out of all of that. And I am just Nashawn for four to five days. I sleep in if I want, I eat bad food if I want. <laughs> and, you know, you just, just be you. And so find some time um, to, to do that. And it, it helps especially us new moms sometimes we just all in the babies and and focused on them and kind of um, don't take the time for ourselves but I've definitely like been strict on like don't feel selfish make sure you're taking time for yourself like it's important to invest in and pour into yourself and honestly we've heard that a lot from people that we've interviewed in the past. I feel like we've heard that almost at least every time. So I feel like yeah, that's definitely. a message for us, for sure. Yeah, every you. Absolutely. I think as new moms, like we just want to just attend our babies all day, every day, all day long. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. literally, we hear, even no matter who he's like, my child was just crying. I'm like, hold on, guys. I'll text y'all real quick. Like, let me step away real quick. Be right back. Even though his father is out there. But it's like with us, like, we just have to be there. But also it's like we put in, once we became moms, it's like we was putting them, the kids first and the babies first all the time. And Jazz, you're pretty good with, like, your time structure. Like, I'll, I'll 
just go with I'm the a go with the flow type of girl. Like <laughs> oh, I can't I'll, go with the flow because my yeah, day will be I was, <laughs> But I've been wanting to do more at like I guess I have been, but I feel like I've been slacking. But also things have been a little maybe a a little bit easier with having a little bit more time to myself because you know I co-parent so I have days that I know I don't have my son so that's when I can really do what I need to do if that makes sense mm-hmm. when yeah. you're you all are with you know your child's father so y'all together 24 7 so it's not you have to plan your actual self-care time yeah. and sometimes you're still parenting them but that's a whole nother conversation yeah <laughs> Definitely, because just now I'm like, why you can't just put the eggs up? Like, oh like <laughs> literally, just like parenting. It's like raising two kids. It's it it like back, like when they shine was saying, like her self care is in the tub. Like that is my self care when I'm doing a podcast for an hour, and then if I'm not doing the podcast, it's me taking my bath. I have my music, it be my R and B going, my candles lit. Sometimes I had a light off. Sometimes I leave it on. And I just, I lock the door now because now my child is able to open the door and just bust oh. in. I'm like, hold on, you ruining my little moment. Like, <laughs> and it's there. We're not going to go like, how long are you going to be? You've been there too long. Don't you disturb me. Like, this is my time. Just let me, let me be. And you would think like the time would be when your child is at daycare or whatever. And it's like, no, because you still have running around to do. Like with me working, I still have to go into the office and work or I have to go physically pay a bill or I have to go do something with a car, do something for the house. And then by that time, when I'm all done with the day, it's time to go pick up my child. You pick them up. You got to find them something to eat. You have to cook, clean. You have to do a, a bunch of stuff. So it's like you never really have time to yourself. Only just that that little moment and it's in the bathroom. It's my time. Yeah. Yeah. Keep turning the hot water on. That'll let them know that I'll be in here a little while longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think what don't help too, my my shower actually times you. So he'll walk in like, you've been in here for 10 minutes and 45 seconds. So what? And I'm going to be in here longer. Like, no, just, yeah. This is right. My moment. But this was a great episode. We want to thank you so much, Nation, for joining us. And as we wrap up, we want you to, you know, if you want to shout out your page, your Instagram, where people can find you, follow you, if they want any prom dresses, any wedding dresses, birthday dresses, whatever they want from you. Oh, not yet. I don't want to want to just say dresses because she makes everything. Jumpsuits, skirts, shirts, all that. Yes. Plug yourself so we can all follow. (laughs) Uh, I am um, on Instagram. I am under so love nation. It's um, S E W underscore L O V E underscore nation N A S H O N E. And on Facebook, I am under nation Marie and Aline's air Um, prom season will be starting up real soon for me. I'll be opening my book uh, right after Labor Day. Um, those that know me know they better book before I'm booked up because I don't open that book and I don't make any exceptions after I am booked. So, and if they just have questions, um, they can, you know, direct message me on there and and I'll certainly respond. Okay, great. Thank you so much. And we're also going to tag your page once this episode airs. So we want to thank you. No problem. 
have to gift you guys something. So um, I definitely need to create something for you guys. Think about what you want, whether it's going to be worn on your flyer. I don't know if you guys want to have a fundraiser event, something um, so where I can create something for you guys. I think what you're doing is amazing. I think that this is a platform that if I had something like this as a, a new mom, I think that this just would have been a game changer. So, you know, my gift back to you guys, um, you know, is just letting me create something for you guys. So brainstorm think about it, um, email me, text me, and um, and then we'll get you guys going. Oh, that oh, is so uh, sweet. We really so appreciate it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sorry I've been pronouncing your name the whole wrong the whole time. Diamond did not correct me. <laughs> I was like, Diamond? It was Nashon. I've been saying Nashon the whole time. You know what? It doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> I will not I like pronouncing people's shape. name right. <laughs> Look, it, it, it's okay. It's 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 perfectly fine. Nashon, Nashon, they call me Nashoni. All kinds of things. Okay. On, on our meetings, Nashon get calls some whole off the walls. Use can use close compared to. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No harm, no foul. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up, guys. Thank you, guys, again for listening to another episode. Please, please, please subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate everyone for listening and we hope that you love what you hear. We hope that you all are able to take time out of your day to give us a review on whatever platform you are listening to us on. It only takes a few minutes. You can really help us by reaching out to more moms. So make sure you please do that. Also, please follow us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at New Age Mamas. That's N-E-W-A-G-E. M-A-M-A-S, New Age Mamas. We have so much in store for you guys, and thank you guys so much. Also, we will be doing a diaper giveaway soon, so make sure you guys follow the pages for more information. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. We'll see you guys next time, and that's the wrap.